Welcome to the Both and Motherhood podcast, where we honor the duality of being called to both making a massive impact and income through your business and really deep present motherhood. I'm your host, Kim Filippo, and I'm a mom to two amazing boys and a business coach for other female-identifying humans who are or desire to become mothers who are ready to start stepping into the life that they feel called to live and embody this duality of being called to both. I'm so glad you're here. You ready? Let's get started. Hello, hello, mama. Welcome back to the Both in Motherhood podcast. Happy Tuesday. This week, I wanted to bring a little bit of an update of what's shifting in my business for quarter one of this year um, and actually how you can steal what I'm doing <laughs> to be more efficient with your marketing plan. Come up with a marketing plan that works for you in this season of motherhood that you're in. We're, you know, sometimes we're in a phase where we just don't have a ton of capacity to show up and create new social media content all the time and be online all the time. And we still need to bring in clients and we still need to bring in money, but we're also mothering and we're in winter when we're getting sick and the kids are getting sick. I'm already got it. (laughs) And now I'm expecting, knock on wood, but my kids are probably going to be home from school at some point this week because I feel like they're getting it too. And I get this from a lot of women, a lot of clients is that one, either you already feel like you just don't love being on social media. It's draining. It's really easy to fall into comparisonitis with other people who have more support or older kids or less kids or no kids or whatever. And it can feel really draining and it can take, it takes up a lot of time and energy if you are solopreneuring it, right? If you don't have anybody to come in and help you make content, it does take up a lot of time and energy. And as moms, as mom entrepreneurs, we need to be efficient with our time so that we don't go crazy and feel like we're working a bazillion and a half hours because that is not how we roll here. We have the both and, which means we're going to be as efficient and effective as possible in our business to fill that part of us that wants to create more impact and income with our business in work that lights us up, but also make sure that we have the space and capacity to really show up for ourselves, our relationships, our kids, and be really present outside of work. So um, a little bit of an update for you. So as I was doing my review of 2023 and looking forward to 2024, I talked a little bit about that, a lot of bit about that last week on the podcast. I'm really looking at where I'm at now. Now, my situation is obviously not going to be the same as your situation, and I'm not saying that. However, there are factors in my situation that I think would resonate with a lot of you. And so, as I always say, take what feels like it resonates and would feel really good for you. Let's tweak it to make it your own and leave the rest. Okay, this is not meant to be the end all be all of like marketing plans. This is meant to be what I'm doing for myself and what has worked for me and clients in the past and what might be helpful for you. It doesn't mean it's the way or the only way. Just want to put that out there. But quick recap for me, this season of my life, I've got two little boys. They are almost eight and 10, but not quite. I am a single mother. I have the kids about 90% of the time. I do not live near family or have a village, so to speak, (laughs) to help me with the kids. So I'm in mom mode a lot of the time. And that is really important to me. Being a really present mom is very important to me. And I also 
love what I do. Now, on the business side, I do need to, therefore, support my family, myself and my kids with my business. And I love and I'm so grateful for the fact that I have my business, that I can do it flexibly around the kids, that I can work like today. I'm not feeling the greatest. I'm on my couch in the same clothes I slept in. That's just how I normally roll anyway. And being able to do it whenever, wherever, right? I know with certainty that if and when my kids get sick this week, I can handle it. I no longer have to feel guilty and reschedule a bunch of patients like when I was in medicine. I'm super grateful for this work. I love what I do. And I also don't have 40 hours a week to work in my business, nor do I want to work 40 hours a week in my business. So it's finding that balance of creating a full-time income in part-time hours and knowing what works well with my brain and my energy and what doesn't. And a lot of that has been trial and error, noticing when I do things a certain way and I'm really drained and exhausted or overwhelmed, noticing when I do things a certain way and I'm feeling better and less drained and overwhelmed and tired. And also looking at data, it's all really important. So I'm going to break down for you exactly what I do, honestly, what I am doing and have done. If I needed and desire to bring in more clients, either done for you and coaching clients, but don't have the capacity for a lot of social media content or otherwise outreach or work, right? So here's what I'm doing. When you got multiple different streams of income, like for example, in my business, I've got coaching and I've got done for you, like podcast production, uh, virtual setting, kind of different things. And it's it can be really hard to sell multiple offers at the same time to the same audience. It can be confusing. In the last year, I've shifted my forward-facing presence on social media to really focus on my coaching work. And that is really what I love and really want I want to continue to grow and evolve. And I still do podcast work and done for you work on the back end to pay the bills and because I still enjoy it. And so going into quarter one, I actually had a couple of podcast clients drop off and needed to fill a couple of spaces there and have a couple of spaces open for one-on-one support in my coaching business as well. And I have, again, (laughs) part-time hours to do this in. And I was noticing that really creating brand new content every day, five days a week, whatever, during certain times when I can put down some of the other things was great and other times was just draining and really, really hard for me. And so here's what I'm doing. I decided to basically sell the done for you spots on the back end. So I only talked about it to my mailing list. For me, that's because the majority of my mailing list came from the podcast arm of my business. And so I sent one email to my entire list, opening up a launch spot and a ongoing podcast spot. And then I sent one email to all of my old clients asking for referrals or if anybody wanted a new podcast producer to invite them back. Because especially if you've got a done for you business, once you've got a couple of clients under your belt, referrals are such a wonderful way to get clients in your door without a lot of effort. And it's much faster and easier for you because I can tell you from experience, if you are serving the shit out of your clients and they love you, you love working with them, 
caveat, I would only ask for referrals from clients that you really love working with because like attracts like, right? So I would not send a referral email to clients if you still have them on your roster who maybe are not your favorite. Maybe they're, you're doing work for them that is not ideal or it's just ones that maybe at some point need to be phased out. Don't ask for more of those, okay? But if you've got an, even one client that you love working with them, you love doing what you're doing for them, I want you to just write an email and all you need to do is say, hey, I love working with you. I am looking for more clients to do X, Y, Z. If you happen to know anybody that's looking for ABC, I would love it if you'd send them my way. You can offer them a small referral bonus if you want. I, I built almost my entire podcast business on referrals organically from like basically one, like client one, and then, you know, tangented out to a bunch and bunch. And I'm still getting referrals to this day, five years later from people that have tangented off of those initial clients and then just put it out there, right? You can, of course, do this as well. If you are looking to sell coaching spaces, if you've got coaching clients and you want to reach out to them and send them an email and give them a bonus and be like, hey, if you know anybody that's looking for coaching and this is what I'm doing, this is what I'm looking for, please send them my way. That works too. I've just particularly seen this work really, really well for service-based offers because I can tell you that other women entrepreneurs really want support and it fast tracks that trust factor. If they know and trust somebody who swears up and down that you are the sweetest thing since sliced bread, they're going to just hire you in a heartbeat without like a massive, you know, interviewee discovery call type process. Obviously, you're still going to want to have a call and all of that, but it just goes so quickly. It's more of like just feeling for, are we a good fit energetically? Do we like each other? They already are convinced that you do a good job. It's so easy. And they generally are similar to the people that you already love and work well with. So do not underestimate the power of asking for referrals if you are looking to fill spaces in your business, especially if it's some sort of done-for-you service-based offer, OBM, podcast management, VA, website design, whatever. I would go to that first because those are warm leads. If a friend of a client comes to you, that is already an extremely warm, pretty hot lead, honestly. It's really, you can consider it a hot lead versus social media is going to find you cold leads for the most part. People that are going to take time to have to get to know you and get to know what you do and who you are and like start to build that trust and like who, you know, what are you doing? Who do you work with? What kind of results do you get? It's like completely fast-tracked if somebody just says, hey, my podcast manager, Jane is like the shit and she's amazing and you should hire her. They're going to be like, okay, fine. Give me her number. So many clients have come to me that way. I have hired people that way. I have had friends hire people that way. (laughs) Plus it is like the Holy Grail when you can be building your business primarily off of referral. You can totally let the gas off when it comes to front facing marketing because you don't need to be on social media all the time. If you've got plenty of leads coming in on the back end. Now, on the front end, if it is something where you maybe don't have as large of a client base yet, or you've shifted your audience like mine, for example, I've been coaching for almost three years, but I've shifted my niche a bit. And so I'm kind of 
almost starting over in this last six months or so. And I still really want to be creating content for you and creating front-facing content and bringing new people into my world so that I can create a bigger impact with my work in addition to bringing clients in. So what I'm going to be doing is in this phase where I have less capacity to create a ton of content, I'm going to be really efficient. I have been working on setting up data streams in the background so that I can really see what's working. I've really honed in on like, I'm going to call it a funnel. It's not a funnel like upsell, you know, like a minor thing and then you upsell and like that. It's more of like a, a client journey. Let's say a client journey is a better word for it than a funnel so that I can keep track of at a glance where can I tweak if I need to tweak anything. Um, is it a traffic problem? Is it a conversion problem? What's going on there? So that's been really important to set that up. But then what I'm doing is I'm focusing on my favorite way to create content for you, which is this podcast. And this is going to be what you call a hero piece of content. This is going to be, at least for this quarter, my primary, pretty much only (laughs) primary mode of content creation. I'm going to continue it obviously past this quarter. But I mean, this quarter, what I'm going to do is I'm going to keep going with the podcast every week to serve you and bring you free value content. And instead of creating brand new content, I'm just going to take this podcast and I'm going to take it and I'm going to break it down into three social media posts for the following week and then an email to my list. And I'm going to let that be enough for this season. Now to bring more, I'm going to also focus on bringing more people into my mailing list and bringing people into my world through this podcast and my mailing list. And what I'm going to be doing there is creating a lead magnet. I technically already have one, but I never talk about it. So really finessing the lead magnet I have. In my case, I'm using resources that I already had. And if you are a mom with short amount of time, if there are any assets you already have, use that as a lead magnet if you're going to use it, right? For me, I did a weekly Instagram live for months in the spring and summer and I turned it into a private podcast and then I haven't really talked about it in months. So I'm just finessing that a little bit, getting that all set up. That's going to be my primary lead magnet for this quarter at least, probably ongoing all year. And I've just got to do a little finessing to like get the tech set up to, you know, get it on my website so that I can track the data. And I'm writing one nurture sequence for my email list so that when somebody finds me, gets access to this private podcast with all these trainings. They're going to get to know me more through this automated emails and bring them to this podcast as well. And then they'll be getting um, an email each week about the podcast. And as and when I have capacity, if I write more, I'll write more. But really, it's just going to be focusing on creating a solid system to build my audience to bring more people into my world and create content in a fun and efficient way. And then the last piece is following up on what's called warm leads, right? So people that have connected with you, maybe they've signed up for something of yours. Maybe they've reached out to ask you if maybe if you have any openings, they've asked you questions about what you do. They've booked a discovery call, but maybe haven't said yes yet. Those are really warm leads and just focusing a little bit of time multiple times a week on just checking in with them. How's it going? 
hey, I'd still really love to work with you. Let me know what's coming up for you. I love talking with you when we had our call. Are you still looking for a podcast manager? Or are you still looking for VA support? Or are you still looking for coaching? Or whatever it is that you do, I'm here to chat, right? And just making connections. And focusing on direct outreach, if at all possible, versus massive outreach with social media content. Meaning those warm leads or people that are even not as warm as maybe they've booked a call, but maybe they've you've already started talking with them online and you've built relationships, but maybe you haven't officially made the offer of like, hey, I can support you in this way. Just sending them a voice message or a DM or an email and being like, hey, I love you. I think you're amazing. And I think I can help you. Are you looking at all for this kind of support? Or I'd love to have you in this program or whatever it is that you're selling. And then the biggest piece as a both-in mompreneur (laughs) is really doing the mindset work to make it enough, to make this all enough and know that we can do, as some people say, less better, just focusing on a couple of small areas and repurposing things, spending a lot less time creating content so that you can focus on what you need to focus on is enough and is moving the needle forward. That's where I want you to focus. Now, reality here, if you're like me, a mom with littles and not a ton of capacity, maybe the journey might be a little slower for you than somebody who has no children or who has a nanny and a supportive partner who takes over a lot of the household stuff or family who takes over a lot of this child care or something. A lot more support where they're not holding the majority of the child rearing, child care, kid stuff, household duties, and running a business. They have more capacity By the way, if you haven't listened to my episode on comparisonitis as a mom and entrepreneur, it was episode three. Such juicy nuggets here about this comparison because I had the opportunity to reflect on what it's like to be an entrepreneur without kids, without being the primary parent, the default parent, when I had my first um, overnight where the kids were with their dad. It was night and fucking day. (laughs) The amount of mental capacity that I had for that 24 hours compared to a normal morning, even when they go to school. So if you haven't listened to that and you're struggling with comparisonitis with, you know, other women who maybe have more support or don't have kids or have less kids or whatever, go back and listen to episode three. It is gold. And my point is that, yes, sometimes my journey is a little slower than I'd like. And that is the case with a lot of mom entrepreneurs that I see. Sometimes it's slower in the business part because we have so many different focuses because we're also holding present motherhood and probably also our own healing and our own inner work and breaking and resetting generational patterns and all kinds of shit, right? It doesn't mean it has to be true for you just depends on your situation. But I just want to normalize that if it feels like it's going slower than you wanted to or slower than it seems like it is for other people, that's very normal. So maybe it goes a little bit slower. But it's a fuck ton less stressful and a lot more enjoyable and more present if you can just let it be 
at the pace that you have capacity for in this season and know that there is always going to be a next season. There's going to be a season when your kids need you more and a season when your kids need you less, a season when you've got a lot of influx of leads and clients and people coming in and money coming in in a season where clients are having cut their own budgets and are leaving. You're having a harder time converting people to work with you or just money's not coming in that season or whatever. Everything comes in seasons. And so there are going to be seasons when it goes slower. There are going to be seasons when it speeds up and just know that that's all normal. So Cliff Notes version, right, of what I invite you to do if you are feeling like you desire to come up with a marketing plan for your business to bring in more money and more clients without being on social media a bunch and having to create a post every day or whatever because you really need to focus your time and energy on your kids, yourself, your healing, your relationships, and other parts of your business, here's what I want you to do. Number one, do not underestimate referrals. Just send an email, ask for referrals from people on your current or past client rosters that you loved working with. Two, pick one piece of hero content and how you like to create content the most. That can be a podcast, that can be an email, that can be live streams that can be regular posts and reels if you want to. But in my experience, a lot of times, like if you can do something like once a week, (laughs) blog post, podcast episode, email, YouTube video, something like that, where you can create it once and then take that and repurpose it into other, as you have capacity into other streams. So for example, I'm going to take this podcast. I throw the transcript up in Otter. I can pull three pieces of content out of it and create other content for my Instagram and Facebook with it. And I can create an email with it to send to my list. But I focus on creating new content here only in the season right now. As I have more capacity, I will expand, right? And same goes for you. And the last thing is if you're looking to bring in more people into your world, into your audience, into your community, whatever you want to call it, by the way, you do not have to have an email list to build a successful business. You do not have to have a website to build a successful business. These are just tools that you can use as you're looking to grow and scale to the next level. So all that to say, if you do not have a website, if you do not have an email list, don't stress, work with what you have. If you need support with making it work with what you have, come and talk to me. We can hop on a free call. I'll help you sort through it. But if you do have one and you're not using it like me, I'm really bad about that. I desire to get better about that this year. (laughs) See if you can take any assets that you already have, recordings, videos, trainings you've already done, something you could, like a PDF you've already done or something you maybe created for clients and turn it into something that can be a lead magnet and just start driving traffic there. Talk about it in all the places and let them come onto your email list so that they can get this other content as well, right? But that's kind of like, only if you're looking to expand more. I would stay focused on the first two things. Um, if you're looking to really just make the most of the audience that you currently have. And if all of this feels great, but overwhelming, or you really want more like one-on-one specific details on how to make this work for you and your specific business and your specific family life and season, then I want you to come talk to me. I've got two spaces open for one-on-one support, three months together where we can look at your business, 
find the gaps, make a soul aligned marketing plan that works for you and your business and the season of your life. And three months of unlimited in your pocket support through Voxer so that I can help you to implement this with all the mindset wobbles that come up with any of the technical stuff that comes up and get you bringing in more clients in an aligned way. Come and talk to me. You can book a call at the link in the show notes. If you have any questions, reach out, send me a DM. And I hope you're having a wonderful start to your year. So far, 2024 is listening to my word of the year and being pretty fucking magical. And I love it. So I hope yours is magical as well. I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you loved it, it would mean the world to me if you'd share it with a friend and leave a rating or review for me in Apple Podcasts or Spotify so more mamas can find this podcast. Make sure you hit that follow button in your favorite podcast player so you don't miss an episode. See you next week. Love ya.